Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Dr. Renee Dua, the co-founder and chief strategy officer at Renee. How are you today? It's great to be here, Jared. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to chat, learn more about Renee. I know we had you and Nick on a couple a couple months back. Yeah, uh, that's right. Just as, but this was like early, right? Just as you were starting to kind of- Just as we were um, getting started. Yeah, so now uh, a lot has happened, and we're going to cover kind of uh, you know how things have proceeded from there. So let's uh, you know let's let's dive right into it. Uh, would love if it's okay, just uh, if you give us like the quick two minutes on your background, just in case uh, people didn't catch the past episodes or aren't familiar with your background. Sure I doubt sure it, thing. but just uh, let's go from there. <laughs> sure, sure thing. So. Um, Renee Dua, I'm a physician by training. I'm a kidney doctor, actually. I've been in practice nearly 20 years. Um, I'm also married to Nick, who's the CEO, who was the former CEO of Heal, a company I founded with him about eight years ago. Um, and I'm a mom. I've got three brilliant, uh, wonderful children, one of whom is having a breakdown right now. So hopefully not coming through on our conversation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, we, we can't hear it. So there, that's, that's the good part. Um, <laughs> um, and, and I, last time you were on, it was, Hey Renee. So obviously the, you had the name change to Renee, which I, I believe was always, you wanted the name Renee, but it, I guess at, at the time you, you didn't get it, but now you have it. That's right. Um, uh, can you talk us through just straight up? Like what is Renee? Sure. Renee is a personal health assistant, a digital health assistant. And, you know, the story behind it is that obviously, you know, as I've described, I'm a physician. I'm also a caregiver, not only for my children, but for our parents, Nick and Nick and mine. And as I've been through my career taking care of aging people who are my patients and aging loved ones, it's really come to me, it's, it's, it's something that I've thought about year after year, how difficult it is to take care of a task list that a physician gives you, especially when you're sick. In fact, it's almost harder being, uh, getting these tasks done than being sick. And so Nick and I had a long talk after I had been taking care of an aging loved one for quite some time now. And one day we were having a conversation about him and, you know, I said, gosh, I wish I could automate myself. Right? There are so many things that I do that do not require human intervention, making appointments, making sure medications are, are taken, making sure medications are delivered. Why am I doing all these jobs? And um, when I said that to him, he said, well, why don't we build that next? Right. Um, and he did uh, name it Renee. He in intended for the company to be named Renee specifically because every person, no matter their age, no matter how sick they are, they deserve a loving daughter who will care for them and assist them with completing these tasks, right? I happen to be a doctor. And so with that in mind, we've really built this sophisticated and automated way to have a both human and digital experience getting care, care given. And, you know, the, the name Renee, obviously everyone, if they were, were guessing quickly, the company was named after you. 
Uh, but right. can you give us like kind of the origin story um, b- behind the b- behind the name? Behind the name, Renee? Or did I get it right out of the out of the gate? Uh, meaning, do you mean to say like? Why did my parents name me Renee? Or no, why, no, the, the, why <laughs> for, for it, the it really is it, it really is exactly what I'm saying. I am a doctor and I'm a daughter, and as such, I'm a caregiver that is more knowledgeable maybe than the average caregiver. The experience that we are building for our members on the Renee platform is going to be holistic and closed loop. And I want to explain what I mean by that. So let's suppose I have to take a medication for my blood pressure and I'm taking that medication every day, faithfully. Sometimes I forget, but for the most part, I take that medication. In my mind, a person should know, is this medication actually working for me? Right. And so we want, we might give that member access to their blood pressure. So they might be able to see, wow, you know what? I've been taking this medication every day and my blood pressure is so high. Do I need a doctor's appointment? You know what? We agree. Let us help you schedule a doctor's appointment. Are you having symptoms from this high blood pressure? Maybe you need an urgent care appointment. Let us schedule you with your telemedicine provider that's in network, right? And once that gets scheduled, maybe the patient needs a new medication new new medications set up in the pharmacy, new delivery of a medication, new reminder for that medication, new evaluation of that blood pressure using those remote monitoring devices. So through each process that a, a patient endures, we wanna make sure that we're closing the loop. Just because you see a doctor doesn't mean you remember everything she said. Let us handle the task list. Let us schedule the labs that need to be done or the specialty appointment. Let us get the notes after those appointments happen. Let us make sure we are carrying out those task lists. And so it goes on and on such that a member on our platform is really having their hand held to carry out what their doctor wants done. Uh, thank you for that, uh, that breakdown, by the way. Um, I, I guess, so... Renee really prides itself on being like a personal health assistant. So when a member signs up, can you talk us through what that member experience is like? Certainly. Certainly. And so, as I said, it's part digital, part human, right? We know that especially in the aging population, their first interaction should definitely be with a human being. They want to be able to engage. We want to build trust. And so the very first thing that happens after uh, a would-be member signs our terms of service they will schedule an onboarding and activation call. And that will be done by a human who will ask them a series of questions, get the name of their doctors, add their medication list. And from there, they will be trained on a digital experience that will include instant messaging and chat and sometimes video as well to ensure that we are bringing home the details of how we can make sure that that member is achieving peace of mind. And we're actually carrying out and resolving those open those open issues. And if you had to kind of classify who Renee is best for or who across the board it is for, what would that, I guess, uh, that user, that patient look like? Well, so one day Renee will be for everybody, right? Ideally, Renee right now is focused on the elderly population with two or more medical illnesses, two or more medications. I can see a time when Renee is for a mom like me who takes care of her parents and who herself has medical problems, right? I always think about things from, 
you know, the chief medical officer of the house, right? The, the person running the show medically in the house, whether it be mom or dad. So ideally for now, it will be our seniors, our aging population who have more than one medical condition. And we'll grab that out. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, um, so I, I know when we, we, we talked about this in the past, right? You talked about how Renee, you know, immediately it'll one day be for everyone but immediately it's for aging americans um so aging americans are often known as not very tech savvy uh do you do you believe that to be true and i guess how did you if if you do think that's true or parts of it are true how are you setting up renee to be able to help the the non-tech savvy uh aging americans so i don't think it's as true as we think it is right over 75 percent of the senior population has a smartphone. Over 65% of the senior population is engaging in telemedicine, especially during the pandemic, there was a huge lift. I do think that the health tech revolution to some extent has left out seniors. I do think the health tech revolution left out the underserved. As a physician, I've always known, and I practice medicine for the underserved, I've always known that the underserved have been left out of a lot of the tools that should benefit them. They need help the most. This software will focus on the underserved and the seniors to begin. Um, and as I said, we will have that human element always in the background, always overseeing the digital experience so that the senior involved knows that she has a human she can always turn to if the digital experience is not working for her. Again, at, the, at launch, I definitely think the member should have a smartphone or a tablet, should be comfortable with texting or instant messaging, because that is really the experience we're developing. And as we grow, we'll see how we can more and more include areas of the population where, you know, maybe the, the tech savviness isn't so forthright. We, we need to expand a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it often gets, um, you know, we, we embellish a little bit that the aging population is not tech savvy at all. I have relatives yes. in their eighties and nineties and they're That's using right. devices, right? It may take That's them right. a little while, a little longer to learn a certain, yes. like a new device, but yes, uh, they can learn those, yes. those devices. Absolutely. And in our activation process, we will do that where we will ensure that the, the member is comfortable with texting and turning on the video or taking a, a screenshot or a photo of something. We will, we will ensure that they have a comfort level. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is always just around providing the right education tool. It's not that they can't pick new technologies up. It's that sometimes new technologies, you know, like I just got an e-bike. And yes. just because I, I've grown up in the, the tech savvy world, I don't even read the instruction. Well, probably right. bad. I'm going to go back and look because I don't want this thing falling <laughs> apart on me. But I put it together reasons. with. Yeah. And, and I'll, you know, if, if that happens, I'll I'll fix it. But uh, but yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting that approach. Um, I think it's now. <laughs> I think it's also such a good point, Jared, because that's kind of the problem with health tech too, right? It's as hard as health and not as easy as tech, right? It, it there are no real, you know, when I look at a lot of digital health tech or or health oh, that was redundant, you know, health tech software or digital experience for patient software. It's not easy. You know, my father and mother, who I take care of, 
they have my chart with Epic and, you know, I'm their proxy and it is crazy sharing records. I mean, it is absurd, you know? Um, and so it really isn't that folks don't want to use software. It's that it is unnecessarily hard to use software. That's something we've really prided ourselves on in the experience we've built at Renee, where it is simple as pushing buttons that already know what you were thinking, right? Um, and I think as more and more software gets easier and easier to use as your e-bike is, right, then more and more people will feel included. Absolutely. And that's a great way to, uh, to approach it and look at it. Um, now, earlier on in the conversation, you talked a little bit about yourself and about the company, just in case someone um, hadn't heard of Renee. Can you tell us a little bit about who's involved from like an investor perspective? So I know I had uh, Tal Ventures, which um, I believe invested in you. Um, I had them on the podcast before, but who else was involved uh, in the whole process? So our lead investor is Quiet Capital, Morgan Livermore, who is wonderful um, and such a huge uh, asset to, to Nick and I. We also have Fika. Uh, we have Tao, as you mentioned, both of whom are, are wonderful. We have Mucker. Uh, and we have uh, global founders as well. Yeah, it's, it must be uh, amazing to work with such a great group They're of investors. They're all who... wonderful. They're a blessing. Having, having wonderful investors who know the topic, who understand the plan, who themselves are mission-driven, um, it's a huge part of the battle. And um, they're very supportive, very thoughtful about us. They worry about us. They think about us. They encourage us. Um, wonderful people. We're very lucky. And I, I think what's really great about the investors that you've you've brought on board is they have a track record for working really well with founders and building some pretty great companies. So uh, kudos right. to, to you and you, Nick, and the rest yeah. of the team for bringing on yeah. such a great group. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things I want to ask you is you and Nick built Heal, very successful health tech company. What, what made you want to do it all again? together too. Um, well, I'll, I'll answer the second part before the first, I suppose. So I have to say, you know, I enjoy very much working with Nick, right? He is a person who does an enormous amount of diligence and research on a company uh, that he might want to start. He fundraises like no other, right? I mean, that itself is such a gift. And he is a visionary. Um, and I think it's a very special quality about Nick that he doesn't just build products that he knows will sell or somebody will buy or, you know, he just keeps, you know, puddling along. You know, it's, it's not just about the money for him, right? He has a clear thought process around changing an industry. And I certainly, having been a successful physician in private practice, if I'm going to leave the thing I love so much, which is practicing medicine, I certainly want to work with someone whose goal is industry disruption. That's very important to me. So for that reason, a time and time again, I will work with Nick. We have an excellent working relationship. He stays in his lane. I stay in my lane. I'm clinical, you know, he's business and that really works well for us. Um, so that's, that's part two of that question. Part one, I cannot say enough about how proud I am of the work I did at Heal with Nick. 
Um, I had never done, I had started a company before, but I had never expanded a company in that way. I had never been able to deliver on a promise of delivering accessibility to thousands of people. Um, it was a dream come true. And Heal is still in existence. It's still operating. I'm very proud of that company. Um, and it doesn't mean we solved all the problems, right? Um, there's still more work to be done. And my focus as a startup entrepreneur or more as a physician and definitely as a mother slash caregiver is to serve the underserved, right? I want to get to the folks who are not getting to be a part of how to get better. And there are so many point solutions right now. There's billions. I mean, you know better than I do. Billions of dollars poured into health tech. I don't know that the outcomes are improving. I know the valuations are way down, which I think is concerning. I really want to build something that helps millions of Americans the way Netflix does or Facebook did or, you know, these, these companies that have really solved Instacart, right? People are using software to solve life's basic problems. That needs to be the case in health tech for millions of Americans. And I really want to be a part of that kind of a revolution. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to see uh, you and Nick and the rest of the team grow, grow out. Renee, I appreciate it. Uh, much like you did with Heal. So that'll be really exciting. And um, yeah, you mentioned about the companies raising all this money. Just on our podcast alone, uh, our guests have raised upwards of $10 billion uh, that have come on. So like that's, I mean, awesome. we've had a lot of people on, but that is just a, a small subset of what's out there too. So it's, that's it's right. wild. Uh, that's right. So I would love uh, just a couple last things that I'm curious to hear from you um, before we wrap up here. You talked a little bit, you gave us a snippet of the broader vision. Can you give us a little bit more of what do you think the long-term, what does the long-term vision of Renee look like? The long-term vision is, is effectively acting as a digital health assistant for all of your healthcare needs. We will start with scheduling appointments and medication adherence and reminders. We will continue on into providing telemedicine, connecting with your physician um, and having, you know, getting out of the way of the, of the doctor patient relationship. We will continue with DME, durable medical supplies, and, and um, remote monitoring as well, right? Data collection in the home. Most critically, and what I'm very excited about is to focus on social determinants of health, right? We talk a lot about collecting these kinds of data points, and yet, you know, we don't do it well enough. These are, when you, when you give tools to patients and you make them easy to use, they can share with you in a confident way, and you can use that data to continue to expand and improve their lives, their outcomes. Um, and like I, I did allude to, I hope that we do grow big enough to take care of kids and people like you and people like me. This should be for everybody. I love it. And, and last but not least, where can people learn more about Renee? So you can feel free to reach out to me anytime on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active there. And then our website is renee.com, R-E-N-E-E.com. Well, 
thank you again so much for, for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I can't wait to have you come back on again and give us an update. You, we'll probably bring you and Nick on again. It's always good when we get both of you as well. Um, but I am glad that we had someone on one time because we, yes. we haven't had this opportunity to have you Absolutely. come on alone. I thank you so much, Jared. Thanks again.